Want to know what Europe does for you? Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on the fight against tax fraud. Every year, huge sums are lost due to tax fraud and avoidance. Some estimates go up to 1 trillion euros. But both collecting taxes and combating tax fraud and avoidance are competences of EU member states. So what is the EU doing about this problem and what more could it do in the future? Stay with us. Tax fraud and tax avoidance is a huge problem affecting each and every European citizen. Now, you may be wondering, how does it affect me personally? Well, just think of your child's school, the hospital treating your grandmother, or the new public transport services that could all be better funded if that lost tax money could be recovered. And it's a lot, up to 1 trillion euros, according to some estimates. Now, how is that money lost? Well, tax revenues come mainly from three sources, direct taxes, indirect taxes and social security contributions. In 2016, these accounted for almost 39% of GDP in the 28 EU member states. But this money can be lost in a number of ways, notably tax fraud and evasion, both of which are illegal. And aggressive tax planning by businesses and persons willing to exploit the limits of the law to pay as little taxes as possible In the past five years, the repeated tax scandals resulting from leaks and journalistic investigations have put tax policy and the fight against tax fraud under the glare of the spotlight. And EU citizens demand action. Actually, together with the fight against terrorism and against unemployment and environmental protection, it is one of the areas where citizens want stronger EU action. So what is the EU actually doing about it? Well, the problem is not new, yet globalisation and digitalisation have left many international and national tax provisions ill-adapted to the task. Large multinationals with bases in several countries have found ways to shift profits to the countries with the lowest tax rates and use complex and opaque fiscal schemes to pay out as little of their profits as possible in tax. So this is a problem that no country can attempt to solve on its own. The fight against tax fraud is shared between member states and the EU. Coming under tax policy, it has remained closely linked to the member state's sovereignty, protected by the requirement for unanimity and a special legislative procedure which keeps tax matters firmly under the Council's control. This has been the case since the Union's beginnings, in spite of the proposed limited changes to the tax framework. But as shortcomings have become more evident, the discussion has been opened anew in recent years. So in January 2019, the Commission proposed to move towards more efficient and democratic decision-making in EU tax policy. How? By gradually introducing more qualified majority voting in decisions concerning tax policy, so that no single country can block progress if the rest want to change things. But despite the need to reach unanimous decisions, over the past five years, a number of measures have been agreed to combat tax evasion and tax fraud and to increase administrative cooperation between tax authorities. Let's review some of them. Fighting tax fraud has been an EU priority since 2014 and the Commission has adopted a number of initiatives in this field. Since September 2014, more than 25 legislative proposals relating to tax matters have been put forward and more than half of them have already been adopted. To combat cross-border tax fraud, rules have been updated to provide automatic exchange of financial accounts information to ensure automatic exchange of tax rulings between member states and access to money laundering information by tax authorities. The Commission also proposed new rules requiring 
large multinational companies to publish country-by-country information on where they make their profits and where they pay their tax. With the aim of gaining better tools to curb aggressive tax planning practices, new EU rules oblige intermediaries such as tax advisors, accountants and lawyers to report potentially aggressive tax arrangements to the tax authorities before they apply them. In the past five years, some progress has also been registered in the area of corporate taxation, especially on anti-tax avoidance and a new system for resolving double taxation disputes between member states. One of them is the establishment of a common consolidated corporate tax base. In other words, a single set of rules for calculating corporations' taxes across the EU. The second concerns the proposals for a digital services tax and corporate taxation of a significant digital presence. Now, what does this mean? Well, it's basically a solution to the questions where and what to tax in the digital economy by determining what is a significant digital presence, which can be established even if there is no physical presence in a member state. The EU has also been busy modernising its VAT framework in order to remove obstacles to e-commerce, better answer the needs of SMEs and improve cooperation with third countries as well as tax collection to address the VAT tax gap and establish a definitive VAT system for cross-border trade. Another important move has been the adoption of a blacklist of so-called non-cooperative jurisdictions on tax matters as a means to make it harder to hide fraudulently obtained money in such tax havens. Now, what more can we expect the EU to do in the future? Well, there are many salient issues which still need addressing if tax authorities are to get a step ahead of the fraudsters. So in spite of the progress made during the current parliamentary term, there's still a lot of work ahead, as all provisions need to be implemented, enforced, monitored, and if need be, updated to keep up with the versatility of tax fraud and to keep pace with digital evolution globally. You're listening to European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. 